Hello, time travelers. Welcome to the Aging Journey podcast, an actual play podcast where we go back in time and play RP games themed around time and growing up in a variety of systems. I am your game master, Tanya, and this is The Red Bridge, a children's fantasy adventure using the kids on bike system inspired by works such as The Phantom Tollbooth, Alice in Wonderland, Jumanji, and The Wizard of Oz. We are playing Kids on Bikes, a tabletop role-playing game that allows players to explore a mysterious and supernatural world set in a small town during the 1980s and 90s. Our players embody characteristics called tropes and roll dice based on their brains, brawn, fight, flight, charm, and grit. The higher the stat, the better their skill. Each player has a top stat where they roll a d20 and a bottom stat where they roll a d4. In this game, dice explode, where if you roll the maximum on a die, you get to roll again, infinitum. Our players for this campaign were made from scratch and tropes are custom. There may be mature content depicted in our gameplay, but the players and I are using safety tools and all content warnings will be in the description below. You can listen to the audio of the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or the Aging Journey website, or watch it on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, or support us on Patreon. All links will be in the description. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Well, I think that wraps up the spiel. Enjoy the journey. So let's start with Jimmy. All right. So Jimmy, for you, it is three years or so ago, right? Yeah, sounds about right. So Jimmy, you are pretty familiar with the orchard at this point. Um, You have gone several times during the day, either with your family or with friends, but you've also been perhaps sneaking in, finding ways to get through there is a fence but it's like a low fence so it's pretty easy to hop over so it's not that difficult to get into the orchard it's difficult to not get caught in the orchard because there is someone who makes the rounds and now you've been trying to you know stay inside the orchard as long as possible for quite some time so you're pretty good at figuring out what this person's route is and we will start you Wherever you think you would enter the orchard, I will say that it's just a big old rectangle. So I'll say that if you start outside the gate and you're going to try to find your way inside the gate, you can start there. Or you can try to go and like sneak through one of the entrances. Or you can try to go like in the back where the buildings are. So where do you want to start? I think Jimmy would want to... He's... Hiding out in, like, the areas where the lamps are really dark or the streetlights are really dark. And he's just kind of waiting for a little bit to see where the guard goes. And then once they're out of sight, he's going to try and hop over the fence and climb over the Perfect. Let's say you are laying low. Because inside of the orchard, you can kind of see a light of a flashlight. And it's sort of sweeping left to right. And it'll disappear around a corner and then reappear around a corner, and you know that this is telling you the pattern of the person that's making their rounds. You can see that they come around a corner, and they get closer and closer to where you're sitting, but you're low, and you know that they won't be able to see you as long as you're quiet, and they 
walk past you and you hear the crunch of their footsteps on the leaves. And then they walk past you, but you see them stop. They turn around and sort of sweep their flashlight and then continue on their way. This is going to be the best time to hop over the fence. All right. Quickly and quietly, I'll go up over the fence. When I get to the top, kind of look left and right, see what's going on. Try and land quietly. You are in the orchard. It's dark, but still light enough because of the small little lamps that they have around for you to see. What you see is a path made of, like, it's like tamped down dirt that leads all the way to a big building in the back. There is a, a set of long rows of trees on the right and on the left of the path. And they go, it seems to you, for miles, even though you know this is a small orchard. But for some reason, it seems like this place is humongous, almost endless. On the left, you can see that these trees are more mature. They're a little bit older. And it's just the way that they plant them. So you know that if you were to go closer to the left or stick to the left, you'd be able to hide behind trees. However, if you have to dart to the right, those are the newer trees, and so they're going to be much smaller, going to be easier for you to be found. Where are you trying to get to? I think to start off with, I want to go to where there's a, a little spot in the orchard I've been to many times, and I have some stuff that I've just kind of hidden under a bunch of old leaves and stuff. So I want to go there mm -hmm. and see, just make sure it's all there. Okay. Where would you say that would be on the map? And you can use... If you click on the menu, you can use drawings. All right. Indicate where you'd like to go. I don't even know they had dynamic lighting. I drag it around for a second. Let's see. Now, I do not use this very often, so you're going to have to forgive me as I try and figure this all yeah. out. Let's see. Drawings. Got it. So probably... Whoop. Three drawing. There we go. Right in like this area. Oh, it's black. Let's get a different color so it's easier. So yeah, like lower left on the map, kind of deeper, as deep as central in the orchard where it feels like there's just woods on all sides. Okay. And then you can, yep, you can also use like the little point of interest. There's like a little selection tool. There's a whole bunch of tools and drawings if you don't want to use the little circle. Okay. Okay, so this is where you're trying to get to. Yes. Let me say that where you hop over the gate is somewhere over in this direction. Let me... <laughs> Light navigation. Beautiful learning curve. I'm going to do red. I'm going to say that you are coming in, like, over... I'm not trying. Yeah, yeah. Over here. This is where you're coming in from. Okay. So that is your egress, and you're trying to make it through the small trees, which you know is quite difficult, mm -hmm. but at this point, you would assume you have about five, six minutes to at least try to get to the tall trees. In this little section that you're at with the newer trees, you know that when she comes around, she will sometimes look down these aisles of the trees, and sometimes she won't. It really is just kind of a crapshoot. At the moment, the guard is over here. Do I know if she's coming towards this aisle in the middle, or if, is she going around the outer edge of the trees? 
at the moment she has just walked into that area. Okay. So she'll walk that area, walk around the building in the back. Okay. And then come back to the big trees in front of the big trees here and then walk down the aisle. Okay. So you have about five minutes. So I'm just going to walk it as quietly and as low profile as I can to my area. Okay. You make your way through the small trees and you notice as you're walking that the last time you were here, these trees were probably around the same size, but they're now kind of fruiting and the, the fruit have been dropping to the ground, um, very similar to many of the under-ripened trees all around Shady Creek. But as you look down at them as you're walking, you notice that they have unusual colorings. Usually they're like reds and, or pinks, and sometimes they're white. It depends on like when they fall. But the ones that you're walking over are, I wouldn't even say they're just regular green. They're like an iridescent green like a pearlized green they're like shimmery i think i'll grab one and put it in my pockets and i'll show it to my mom later and see if she knows maybe why it's all green Mm -hmm. you pick up the little apple and you put it in your pocket and you continue on your way around this time you start to see the the light coming around the building but i will say at this point you have made it to the walkway, so the tamped down walkway. Okay. I and yeah, go ahead. She walks around the corner. So she's here. right there. Yeah, I'll dash across the walkway, but kind of move away from her a little bit deeper into the bigger trees and then mm-hmm. try and get low profile for when she walks by. Okay. Go ahead and put your token on the board. Okay. You should have access to that. And you're just going to drag and drop your picture. See if it works. I saw that it was loading, but I didn't see anything. Yeah, I've done it a couple times. We're going to end up with, like, five tokens, just all in one corner. Did it work? Um, I haven't seen one. I've been I've dragged it a couple times. Okay, let me see. Yeah, I, I'm seeing that it's trying to work, but for some reason it's not working. But, you know, let's, let's roll as <laughs> a crapshoot sometimes, so we're not going to worry about it too much if we can't do it, but let me see. Yeah, I think it's behind the map probably <laughs> well yeah ah there it is <laughs> why it does that i do look not at me know. just hanging out over there Please, louise e- yes. nope <laughs> let me take this off of here actually and then do that it's the way that it makes me or lets me uh okay so it looks like i didn't put that token on Probably for me, although it doesn't let me move the token once I have it on the board. Yeah, that's because it's the background is is locked. Mm. The whole thing. Okay, so I'm gonna do this, and then we're gonna take this off so that you can't put tokens on there. Okay, try it again. Let's one more time. Loading. There we go. Hey. Okay. So yeah, here I'll size it down. Yeah. So I want to go like over here, then cross down into the orchards here. Okay, excellent. And my um, and then can you re re ping where you're trying to get to because yes. it, it took it off. Right in here. Excellent. Okay. Uh you are now at least behind a tree. And so she is going to make her way to you. Now they won't let me move her. Get out of here, Willow. <laughs> what are you doing here? 
<laughs> hey, the security guard's gone. That means I went, wow. She's beautiful. <laughs> she just became a giant. That's, <laughs> that's even scarier. Okay. She is going to make start waking her way around the building. And as she gets to the corner, she's going to again kind of sweep her flashlight left and right. And she's really kind of focusing around this general area where your item is gone. It moved your ping again. Don't worry about it. I remember (laughs) (laughs) where your item is. Because even though she, at this point, has not been able to find the stuff you stash here, she has noticed that you tend to gravitate towards an area. And so if she were to catch you, it would most likely be in this front section. Um, So she's just kind of over in this section, and she continues on her way. And when she gets to this opening, this is actually a side door, and she's going to go into the building what do you want to do now? okay i'm gonna see that as my opportunity to move up towards my stuff and get like in that area but wait a couple set like a minute or two and see if she comes back out she does not come back out that's my opportunity i go over to my stuff and just kind of start rooting around seeing if it's all still there mm-hmm. what's in there it's what do you have stuff? a bunch of random action figures that he's collected uh, an old comic book that's now really, like, falling apart because it's been out in the elements for too long. And then just some random sticks and twigs that he's pulled together. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Lovely. You do with them. Let's see. Now that you have okay. them. All right, men, listen up. I think today, see where she goes. Ah, yeah, yeah. So he grabs a bunch of, like the like, two or three of the action figures... Grabs one of the longer sticks and then kind of waits to, until she sees her leave from that door. I'll move a l- okay to here, like near the edge of the forest, but still behind the trees. He's gonna wait and watch. Specifically, wants to see if she like locks it behind her or. Okay, as you move a little closer, you don't see her leave, but you do see a small lamp that's been turned on. Not a light. Even though, like, there's electricity in this big building. But you don't see a light turn on. You simply see, like, almost the flicker of a, either maybe an oil lamp or match. It's definitely, like, organic, natural light. And it's smaller. So it's not really lighting up the room. And you can't really see inside. But you see that it's flickering inside one of the windows. You also see that the door doesn't seem to be closed all the way. And you are hearing very light whispering, even though you're pretty sure she should be here alone. Best not to go in without uh, uninformed. He'll sneak up to, like, the edge, trying to be as stealthy as he can. He's not going to go as close as he can to hear what they're saying without getting close enough to be seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say you can get even closer than that. You can get up to the window. It's just, if you decide to go up to the building, just be aware that when if she were to come out, she would yeah, see you. Yeah, no, he doesn't want to get that close. But he wants to try and see if he can okay. hear what they're saying. Okay. As close as you can get, you do still hear something. You hear whispers. You literally hear... 
but you can't make it out. You would have to get closer. What you do see, though, now that you're a bit closer, is through the window and through the flickering light, you can kind of see that there is maybe not a person, but there's certainly another shadow. So from the flicker of the light, you can see the shadow of something, but you can't really tell what it is from where you are. You don't know if it's the security guard or if it's something else or someone else. Ogre making deals with the devil? Best to learn a little bit more before going inside. So I think I want to back off a little bit and kind of look around the outside of the building just for other ways in that might be a little bit less conspicuous. Mm-hmm. Now that you're looking at the side of the building, you can kind of see that it's a concrete, um, kind of like stucco-like building on the outside that seems to be painted like a, a light white. It has a little bit of a, like a sign on the side, although it's really worn off. Um, but you can see that it says something about a warehouse. And you can tell that on the other side of the like corner of the building is probably where the main entrance is and this is a side entrance i think i'll walk around towards that main entrance and see what's over there i assume it's closed but never know as you walk around you hear a creaking of a door are you going to turn around or keep going i'm going to dash into the woods you dash into the woods and just as you do uh, a woman emerges from the door. Now she kind of sits there or stands there with the door open. You perhaps believe that perhaps when she was talking, she may have heard you walking or heard or thought she heard someone walking. But instead of actually make a brains Ooh. roll, uh, let's make that a DC six. six. So I might have a good chance of getting this one then. Though I tend to roll <laughs> like crap, so we'll see. Two. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's my second highest stat and yet i will never roll above a four I know. I know you aren't really paying attention because you're so focused on hiding but you know that she opened the door she stands there for a moment and then disappears back to the door this time fully closing it just take out one of my action fingers that was a close one all right guys workshop this year what should we do and then he just kind of sits there as if expecting them to talk back to him. Like, uh, okay. Hmm. Make a grit roll. <laughs> Let's make the DC three. Again. All right. One. Oh my gosh. Jimmy's a little tired today. So, you got a one. Not too bad, since it was a very <laughs> low DC, but... <clears throat> but... As you say this to your little action figure, you feel a warmth in your hand and something happens in this moment that has never happened before. What do you call this little man in your hand? I think I call him Colonel Lemmings. The little action figure in your hand that is now warming your hand that it's in you see its eyes light up almost like a glowing white and its head twitch and turn to look at you. And it just goes, I don't know. I don't like this, Jimmy. 
And then Jimmy just immediately jumps into character. What do you mean, Captain Colonel? Seems pretty standard to me. This place, this place is like a freaking fortress. Aye, but the mission is to get inside. We need backup, Jimmy. Do you recommend? And I look down at the other action figures. They're gonna need some help. He, the toy twitches at the men, and then twitches to your pocket. A pull. They're gonna need more. More? I'll reach into my pocket and see if there's something hidden there that, and pull out whatever I cut my hand touches first. Your hand pulls out the little green crab apple that seemed to have been glittering that you wanted to pick up and take home. It's still glittering. As you take it out and hold it in your hand, the little action figure arms twitches and its head twitches and its arms reach out as if to grab it. Give it to me. Give whoa, it. whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't like your tone, Colonel. It lowers its arms again. Its eyes die, and it no longer speaks to you. Colonel, I was silent. That's f- put him down. I put the apple back in my pocket, and I uh, don't really acknowledge how weird the situation is. Put the colonel in my other pocket, and has to glance at the other action figures. Have you guys got bright ideas? Oh, okay. I start to move towards the op- the main door, but just keeping an eye out, seeing if the security guard makes an appearance. As you turn around from having this conversation, you look over to where the window was that had the flickering light, and the flickering light is now gone. It's silent inside of the building. You don't know where the security guard went. You were busy. You're not sure if she left, if she's still inside, if she went somewhere else. It's completely silent in the orchard now. Crap. I'll move towards the main entrance just to see what's over there. Okay. As you come around the corner, you see the main entrance. It's a double door that's underneath the part of the roof, but almost like an awning. It just has, like, the doors. They seem closed. There's a couple of stairs. There's nothing in the front here it's just pretty empty and clear pretty low cover here boys about to make it quick i'll go over to the doors and see if they're locked mm-hmm. you try the doors and they are locked Makes sense i'll go around to the back of the building and see if there's any like low windows or anything like that okay you make your way around the building and there is another window but it's not one that can be open it's like a it's, it almost looks like a security pane glass. It's quite large, but there's no way to, like, open it. But you can see inside, and you see a hallway. It's going who knows where. There's, like, a bunch of doors. There's the hallway that you can look inside at. But you don't see any light. You don't see any people or movement. Maybe she's out on patrol. I'll move around to the other side. of Basically, the one light last side I haven't seen yet, and then move back towards the door where she mm-hmm. was before. You walk all the way around the building. When you get back to the other side of the door, or other side of the, where the door is on the side of the building, you again kind of hear whispers. This time they're louder because you're closer to the building. And you think you can hear what they're saying. There isn't a window here, but you just have to get close to the wall and like press your ear to it to hear. 
and I'll hold up one of my action figures who I've dubbed as like the lick the spy character, and I'll hold him up to next to the wall too. Okay, excellent. You press your ear to the wall, and you kind of can hear two things. You remember Mrs. Billow, who is the security guard here, yelling at you one of the times that she caught you. So you recognize her voice, and you can hear her speaking to someone, you assume, but the someone doesn't speak back in a way you, you quite understand. It sort of gargles, or, or is it, maybe it's a hiss. You're not really sure if, if she's even speaking to a, a person, because the sounds that come back almost sound like machinery or something strange. You, you can't really put your, your finger on it. But you hear her whispering, Well, it's only been two days, sir. Yes, yes, I know. Well, we all know that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will do that. Next week? Very well. And that type of conversation continues of her. They're talking about something. Obviously, you, you miss the gist. You miss the majority of the conversation. And right now, they're just wrapping up. But the, whatever responds just sounds like noises to you. But it seems like she's understanding them. It's just kind of like a lot of... She is the devil. I'll pull back to, like, this edge of the building and kind of wait until I see her leave and walk down the path again. Okay. As you take a step back, you hear her inside go, one moment. Uh Uh-oh. And it's silent. I'll try and move to the other side of the, like, the back side of the building then. You continue to move a little further away so that you're completely out of eyesight. but. Something strange grips you, a feeling of dread and terror, because you feel like someone is definitely watching you, but there are no windows, and you can hear Mrs. Billow's footsteps getting closer to the wall you're at. Uh, and I think it's time for a tactical retreat. I will start to make my way as quickly and quietly out of the orchard as I can. Okay. You... Make your way out. Go ahead and make a flight roll. Stu DC 12. Mm-hmm. You are trying to make your way out, but it's obviously you're quite terrified and you know the way out. But as you start to like go into the, the orchard to make your way out, this route you've taken many times before, you get lost in this endless orchard. And you can't quite understand how you got lost because you've never gotten lost before, but you find yourself walking in circles. You just passed this orchard tree. You're pretty sure this is the exit. Your fear continues to grow and grow until at some point you truly believe that you're never going to get oh, out of here. Uh, 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 yeah, Colonel Lemming, any ideas? As you speak to the Colonel again, the apple in your pocket falls out of your pocket through the bottom if you look down at the moment you'll see the apple on the ground and it is melting and it Ah. has melted through your pocket and melting on the ground bubbling this green goo that's seeping into the earth are they 
here. As you say that, you see a light, a flashlight, hit upon you. And when you look up, you see Mrs. Billow. And she can now see you, but put your token where you think it would be in the orchard. Oh, just the entire orchard. Right about here, I think. (laughs) She can see you, but you are far enough away from her where she would need to, like, run to you to, like, actually grab you. So she just yells over the trees. And she just goes, boy! I will try to take off again in an just... I feel like I'm not going to get out of this place, so I'm going to try and just lose contact with her, make it so she can't see me. Uh, what direction do you want to run? Uh, I'll dash this way, in, deeper into the orchard. Okay. You dash that way. I'm going to make a flight roll for her. And we'll make hers also a... We'll make hers a DC-12 as well. Oh my gosh. Wow. The, the dice are really yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you going to make the full DC? So for those listening, she's rolled 1d4 and rolled a 4, which means she gets to roll again. And she rolled a 4. So now she's up to die. So, she rolled a 9. I'm so sorry. And she's she's in (laughs) flight as her lowest status. That's so sad. Man, she, with a speed that you have never seen before sprints (laughs) down the aisle and cuts you off here. And again, she sees you as she's going. She is going to try to make it to you in this next moment because she can still see you in her sights and now she has a direct line to you. What do you want to do? Do I see that she's like on the path or something? Oh yeah. She's on the path. She's huffing and puffing. She's like... (laughs) And she's just standing there at the end. Am I too panicked to work out that the path is one direction, the edge of the orchard is the opposite direction? Let's see. Go ahead and make a brains roll and minus whatever you get, a minus one, because you're in a panic right now. And let's make it a DC. Doesn't matter. It wasn't going to be a four. (laughs) I rolled a four, minus one, three. So you know, at least, that the path runs perpendicular to your entrance that you usually take. Now, the problem here is that if she sees you try to go towards the entrance you usually take, then that's going to be more guarded next time. So right now you have to make a decision. Do you want to lose this point of egress because she's going to find out how you've been getting in? Or do you want to try to like fake her out by going somewhere else? I still want to, yeah, I want to try and fake her out, try and break, I want her to lose contact on me. Okay. So I guess I'll try and dash back the way I come, came. Go ahead. And I'm heading just towards the edge of the building to try and lose her around the side of the building. Okay, go ahead and make a flight. Let's make it DC 9. Oh my god. Hey, so far. That's actually good. Well, it explodes. So. Okay. That was, that was actually good, though. So you, I'm going to say you make it halfway. So you are the step back into the orchard. But she is still, she's started to walk into the orchard. So now she's going to be a little bit slower because going through the orchard is much more work going around the trees. But she's mm. going to try to, like, follow your path. And she is pretty much right on you. 
Where are you going to try and go now? I will... I'm going to duck down. I'm going to try and either get to the building and hide inside, or I'll duck into the main trees, depending on whether she seems like she's going to catch me. Okay. She sees you desperately trying to get away from her, and you can kind of tell in her voice that she's trying to get your attention. Although, she doesn't really have a, a nice voice, <laughs> so you, you don't know how to interpret what she's saying, but she's like, hey, wait! Okay, okay, come back! And she's gonna continue to, like, follow you. As you get closer to the entrance of the door, you are back now where the window is of this little side area, and there's no light. However, as you look up, as you're, like, just trying to make your way to the door, you don't see any light, yet you definitely think you see a shadow. What kind of vibe do I get off the shadow? Because right now I'm thinking of running inside and locking the door behind me. But is that, like, a, a really scary shadow? Hmm. Make a grit roll. Let's make it DC 6. Because you are very, very frightened right now, so most likely you'll find a lot of things. Oh my gosh. Well, you got a 2. Oh. I rolled yes, a two. Jimmy, okay. out of 12. You might need to like <laughs> dispel any curses you have on your dice real mm -hmm. quick. Like, <laughs> I am using the automated system, which we all dispel use. Dispel the virtual curses. Dispel them all. <laughs> oh, man. You are paralyzed by this shadow. You are staring at it, and you can swear that although there are no eyes, no mouth, it doesn't even look like it's a really a humanoid shape. It's just wiggly shadow. You could swear it's staring back at you. And staring there, terrified, you feel something grab you. And as you turn around, you see Mrs. Billow. And she is... I think if I'm terrified and someone grabs me, I'm going to like try and slap it off and back, off, back up. Okay. When you say slap, is that an actual slap? Or are you trying to, like, just... Trying to, like, throw it off and then, like, turn around and, like, face her almost aggressively. Okay. But more defensively. Like, I'm okay. scared. Something touched me. Okay. Do you have anything in your hand? Oh, the stick. I don't know. I'm probably carrying the action figure, so I think it's Colonel Lemming. Well, action figures are made of plastic. Sounds like a weapon to me. Go ahead and roll your fight. <laughs> Uh, DC's five. She's not expecting it. Oh my 17. gosh. I saved up all my other dice rolls for this moment. Hmm. You, out of pure panic, whip around and brandish Colonel Lemming in your hand, <laughs> almost like a knife. And unfortunately, it catches Mrs. Billow's hand that was touching you, and she screams as blood falls from her hand and is now coating Colonel Lemming's foot as it really badly bruised and cut her. And she just goes, ah, what are you? And she grabs you with her other hand and kind of like, this time she's much stronger than you felt. And so she actually like almost lifts you up and she's like, you little monster. And she drags you to the, her office where she will of course, immediately call your parents, tell them this whole situation, explain to them that you injured her, and it's going to be quite a night for your parents. Take it, I can't try and break free from this grasp. 
I'm going to say no. I'm going to say once you turn around and see that it's Mrs. Billow and she's finally caught you, I don't think you would try to continue to run. She's got you. Ah. Yeah. And I think we will end that for Jimmy. And we'll see what happens with you and your family at another time. Caleb, it is probably about a month from when the Shady Creek Mall is going to be opening. There's been signs all around town. People are ecstatic. They finally just came out out with the directory. You kind of see some like stores that you're not too interested in, but there's one store in particular that you're just kind of like, oh, that sounds interesting. And it's called the Nonconformity. They came up with a map, but the map seems strange. It shows all of the places and like where they are, but it's like an inside, outside mall type of thing where you have to go to like a certain building to get into a certain thing. And you're just like, mm, okay. And so you know that there aren't going to be many stores that you're that interested in. Food court, obviously, it's going to be pretty cush. But this new store that you've never really heard of before. Some of the other stores are all pretty normal. This new store sounds like it might be interesting. However, it does have like a little sign on it saying that it will be opening later. So it won't even be opening at the same time the mall will be opening. It'll be opening probably a couple of weeks afterwards. And so you have the like the layout of where everything is in the mall. And so you figured one night have nothing to do perhaps it's a a Friday or a Saturday perhaps it's a three-day weekend for school you thought you would just take a stroll you know be in the neighborhood and maybe slip into the mall and see if you can see anything of interest absolutely I'm sure there's some amazing things in there and you know it, it may be a little bit close but I'm sure they mean that only for adults not kids who uh innocently roam around exactly the mall does have it doesn't have like construction tape because it actually has like a fence all the way around it but those fences are notoriously easy to get into you just you know hop under the chain that they have inside of that area though you see construction equipment and tools lying around and things like that clearly they are still you know finishing things up But there's two entrances that you can choose that you're pretty sure you'd be able to get into the mall. One of them is the actual, like, employee entrance. So there's the mall entrance, but that's, that still has, like, that's pretty boarded up. Not even boarded up, but it looks like they haven't even really, like, finished that section. So it'd be difficult to get in through those big glass pane double doors. However, there's an employee entrance right on the side, which is just a normal regular door that has like a little metal handle. And that is just on the side of the mall on the other side of where the entrance is. And then there is a garage where they clearly had take in orders and like, you know, trucks come and will provide all of the deliveries. And that is a corrugated like hatch that you'd have to pop open. But there is also a door right next to that specifically for like people to walk in and out of for deliveries. So those would be your two choices of egress. Um, I think he's going to try the garage one. 
If it's just a simple door and he doesn't see anyone, like, doing deliveries, you just walk right in. You uh, head over to the door, and it is locked. I'm guessing they don't keep a key under the mat. <laughs> I mean, you never know. <laughs> is, there a, is there a welcome mat in front of the garage door? Well, let's see what you see. You kind of look around to see kind of how far they've gotten with the whole security. Luckily, this is 96, so there's the security's not that great. Um, not like these days. There's the door that's locked. There's the garage or the, the corrugated door that's closed. There seems to be a camera, but it doesn't look like it's on. Maybe they haven't set up the security system yet because they don't yet have security. They do have security, but they don't have like a security office set up yet. And you can kind of see that even though the door is locked, there is a little keypad. Caleb will go up to the keypad. What, what's, it, what's it look like? It looks like a like eight-digit keypad or eight-digit coded oh, that's long. keypad. Well, let's see if you can figure it out. Go ahead and roll brains. Oh, I was just going to say he clicks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight and see if that works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you click one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It goes beep, but it doesn't open. Maybe eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Nah, 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 nah. They wouldn't play that. Right? Go yep. Ahead. You want me to roll brains? Yeah, roll brains. All DC right. is five. Oh, perfect. I have a four-sided die on that. It'll be great. Watch, 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 watch. Watch. Yes! Oh, I actually got the four! <laughs> Wait, wait. let's see if it explodes again because if i remember in kids on bikes the higher you roll the better the outcome yes <laughs> five right on the money perfect you look at the keypad and you know this town and the people who run these establishments aren't the brightest bulbs in the shed <laughs> this is most likely likely something very easy too easy one might say not that easy as one through eight and so as you kind of look up, you see the address of the, the Shady Creek Mall for deliveries that is plastered on the uh, right above the keypad. And it oh. is, of course, eight digits. Oh, it can't be that easy. <laughs> Caleb kind of chuckles to himself and just with a grin starts inputting the address. Mm -hmm. You <sighs> beep it in and it goes beep beep and the door unlocks. You know? If Shitty Creek was known for its fishing, at least we'd have some brain food. And he kind of opens up the door and walks in. You walk into this massive hall that is for deliveries. And you see all, pretty much just a, a bunch of boxes, a bunch of stuff. Um, obviously, they are still getting deliveries. They're still setting things up. And you a walk further in. It's dark, but it's light enough for you to see. And you get to the door on the other side of this huge warehouse area. And you are now officially inside of the mall at night, although it's under construction. Ooh, we got a map. Mm hmm So as you walk in, you open the door to the official like mall and then close it. You smell that, like, new construction smell. It looks like a tornado came in here, but everything is, like, brand new. And it's, 
it's all kind of like all over the place because they're trying to set it out but everything's kind of like wrapped up in like bubble wrap still there's like uh package containers of that they've been like taking stuff out of all over the ground like it looks a mess but everything's like brand new this is ripe pickings i mean this is gonna be some good stuff oh wait a minute okay okay i'll give it to them they made a good choice making a mall here huh i wonder and kev's gonna go up to one of the bubble wraps anythings and just pop one of the bubbles so he can hear the echo Mm -hmm. you find this very exciting and go up to one of the bubble wrap things and for a moment you're just kind of like man I really gotta do better with the security. <laughs> and you, man, really, really like, uh, really like changing my chances here. You know, really calling them out. Of course, uh, you pop a bubble and it resonates throughout the chamber, completely empty of a pop, and it goes pop, 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 pop. And as that ends, you hear a door opening somewhere in this huge hall and you hear a click clack click clack of shoes caleb is running to the front desk and hiding behind it (laughs) you dash to the front desk hide behind it and you can still hear the click clack but you have no idea where it's coming from this you just walked in, and this place is, like, humongous with a whole bunch of doors, as all of the, the places haven't yet been opened, but there's just stuff everywhere. You don't necessarily hear that the click-clack is getting closer to you. You just kind of hear that it's moving. Okay, okay, Caleb, you got this. You got this. Just hide, you know? He's not going to suspect anything. And he'll go back to having his donuts. Yeah, I don't got to worry about shit. And he's just going to, like, peek over the countertop, see if he can find... What he presumes to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Click. Clack. Click. Clack. You don't see anything or anyone, but the tipping and the tapping of the shoes, they continue, and then they do start to kind of fade out and eventually stop. You assume probably they heard a noise and... They kind of just came out to do just a quick look around, but they weren't going to do like a full round around everything. They just kind of was like, "Mm, okay, maybe that was nothing. And then they walked back. However, because you don't see anyone, you have no idea where they came from. No problem at all, man. No problem. You just go back to napping for the night and I will. And Caleb's just going to like slowly walk his way out. Mm -hmm. Go somewhere else. And he's going to like, head over to one of the stores. Okay. Whichever one interests him the most. Okay. The stores don't even have, like, signs on yet. Some of them have, like, their signs that are going to be placed on, like, the side and, like, they're wrapped in paper. And they kind of have, like, a thing that says, like, this goes to this store, this goes to this store. They're still setting up the final touches. One of the first stores you kind of go to looks like it's going to be maybe some clothing, maybe children's clothing. They have a couple of things on like the racks, but everything is mostly still in boxes. Cash registers and the stuff that's behind the counters of these stores have all been set up because that was most important. But display shelves are an absolute mess. When you do go to this first store, though, you notice as you are kind of like looking around in like in the window 
and uh, looking at the signs on the ground. You notice that there's a bit of a like a smell. You would maybe categorize it as sewer water. Oh, it smells like something's been backed up. Gross. It's a new mall, man. What? I hate to say it like this, but can he smell to see where it's coming from? Because sure. why would a why would a new mall have this like sewerish smell? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you kind of take a sniff, and you're just like, is it coming from the store? Is it coming from like a bathroom? And right next to the store that you're at, because you're at the the other end of the the mall where the deliveries are, there is a a bathroom, like a communal bathroom, you know, boys on the the right and girls on the left. And it's coming from them. It's coming from the bathrooms. I'm not even going to explore there, man. I got stores. (laughs) I got store supply with, you know, and he's just, I I don't now. I got to ask you, Tanya, is this a plot (laughs) hook? Is this supposed to be exploring the bathroom here? I mean, you can explore it or you can't explore it. You can do whatever you want. It's not a good sign because I don't <laughs> want to go in there and Caleb don't want to go in there. Hmm. It's just a sewer smell. Perhaps they haven't done the pipes yet. In fact, make a, a brains roll as right. you look around to try to ascertain if this is a, like, they're not done with the pipes or if there's something wrong. We'll make it a what? DC six. Oh God. Okay. Let's see that D4 again. Ah, nope. That's a two. As you stand there and you kind of are looking at the bathroom, you do find it strange that it's such a strong smell. Maybe like when they were like working on it, like a a pipe burst. And that doesn't necessarily interest you. Not that much anyway. I mean, what would you care about that? However, as you are here to possibly, you know, get some goods, you do want to make sure that they've made sure that it wasn't going to ruin any of the merchandise. So you would be interested to just pop your head in. All the days to become a plumber. Oh, Caleb's gonna, like, plug his nose and walk in first. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's coming from both of the bathrooms, but obviously you go into the boys if you want to do that. Absolutely. And you just kind of, like, walk in, pop your head in. The stalls all have doors, the bathroom seems good, and you do kind of see, like, in the corner, there is a bit of, you want to maybe call it sludge. Maybe it's sludge, maybe it's mildew. It's kind of black and gray, and it's on the ground, but it's very, very small. Like, it's, it seems like a little tiny puddle. So it, it'd be very, like, it, it doesn't look like there's been, like, a huge burst of something that would possibly, like, run out of the bathroom and possibly touch other stuff. It seems contained. As you're looking at it, go ahead and make a grit roll. We'll make this a DC 5. I have a 10 on grit. Just giving that heads up. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got a 4. That's okay. It doesn't make you, like, horribly sick or anything. It's just, you kind of narrow your eyes at this puddle of sludge. Kind of like, first of all, really gross. But also... Why is it leaking out? And that's why they didn't clean it. Like this stuff's going to permeate the merchandise. Like the smell <laughs> is because it's like coming out of the bathroom. I'm so like, glad you speak, Kayla. Yeah, you're, you're just a little confused because you're just kind of like, what is what is going on? But it, it looks like, like a tiny little puddle and it looks really gross. And you're just like, okay, well. But you will remember that there was a tidy puddle of black sludge in one of the bathrooms. <laughs> for a future episode 
where the tiny sludge actually becomes super important. And with that, you make your way out of the bathroom. Caleb's going to hop into a shop and see if there's see if there's anything he can liberate from the shelves Mm -hmm. you know yes you see a couple of clothing shops most of the shops still have their merchandise in boxes and bags and so now that you know that there is a guard just be aware that if you think something of interest is there you'll have to open it to get at it so i will say what do you think caleb is looking for Hmm. Probably a new jacket or maybe mm-hmm. some kind of like knickknack, like a bottle opener or something. Mm-hmm. Anything that like the best way to describe it is think of him like a crow. If he finds a shiny object, he's going to take it. Okay. You hop from store to store, kind of making your way like down the the alley or the main lobby area of the mall of the section you're in that is going to head on the other side of this side of the building. In the middle is going to be the food court. So you're kind of heading your way there because you're in the food court building where there are just a bunch of different stores and you're kind of walking. It's of interest, some of this stuff, but either it's clear that they haven't, they either have brought in the really good stuff and like put them in the back just in case people came pilfering or perhaps they haven't like delivered them yet. Perhaps they were still in like the warehouse or you're not really sure, but you're kind of like thumbing around the different stores and you're finding some good stuff, but nothing you're really that interested in. (sighs) Okay. What can I do here? I guess. (laughs) My first thought is to just mess with the security guard, put like a little game of follow the leader where he makes a noise at one end of the hall, heads to the other and then makes a noise there. To see if he'll just like follow it. But that's not productive. Caleb, he's all about that productivity. You've only hit this side of the store. The mall is, you know, quite large, but you'd have to leave this building to go to like another building to like see other stores. So you kind of make your rounds around the stores and then also like look at the lobby area. You know, there's like little machines, there's like a little vending machine, there's like a little grab vending game as well in the middle so the middle has like you know fun stuff as well as like benches and you know it's a regular mall organization and then at the very end if you keep walking where you heard the guard originally there is a door to the left that clearly says security only and then there is a another store that looks to be pretty much like not even where the other stores are like and so this must be the store that's going to open late which is the non-conformity and they're right Caleb is together. definitely checking that store if it's opening <laughs> late there's definitely something in there okay so you want to go to the store yes okay you get to the store like door which is it is glass because it has glass on either side and the door is glass but the door is locked And you can kind of see inside a little bit. It's fairly empty in there. It looks like they haven't even gotten any deliveries. But you also see what you think to be just a very dim light way in the back. Okay. There's pane glass or is there something else in, in like replacement of it? Like boarded up or something? It's not boarded. It's all glass. 
but it's like it's like brand new glass, so it's it's protected. So it has like like craft paper over it. But it's okay. a little bit ripped so you can look inside. Yep, he's gonna peek in, maybe try to find another way in. Mm-hmm. You see all the way in the back, it's quite dark, but you do see that there's another door. You're just gonna have to find that door because it, it must be on the other side of the wall. So perhaps going through security, which is on next to it. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Caleb's going through security. Simple as that. It's gonna be a great adventure. And he's not gonna get caught. <laughs> Absolutely. You realize that this is the best way to get on the other side and you go through the security door. It's not locked, obviously, because it's it's a security door, but it's not yet set up. So on the other side you see that there's like a chair. Um, There is certainly a pack of donuts. There's like some Cheetos. There's shoes. Guy took his shoes off and everything. And there's also like a little tiny, like a little, like the little tiny TVs, the like the little, the big (laughs) thick ones that people used to have with like antennas coming out of it. And that is also there. um, And it's on and there's like, it seems to be playing like a, a movie, but it's paused as like this person probably went somewhere for a moment. It's still quite dark in here. But this is what you see in the security room, and then you also see that there's another door on the other side of the security room. Caleb's yoinking the Cheetos before he goes to the other door. (laughs) (laughs) They're my Cheetos now. You grab the bag of Cheetos and make your way to the other door, opening it and noshing on some delicious Cheetos. On the other side of that security door is a little tiny hallway. It's really short. But it seems to be other doors. So like a little passageway to other doorways. And so there's two doors there. And they both have just like a little sign that's been taped to it. Because they don't have the official ones painted on yet. One of them says, you know, nonconformity. And the other one says like bathroom. Yeah, I think he's going to take the nonconformity one. The bathroom's enticing. It really is. But at the same time, no, we're going to nonconformity. Mm-hmm. You pop some Cheetos in your mouth and, of course, get uh, Cheeto dust all over your hands and open up the nonconformity door. No, my downfall, the Cheeto dust. No. Uh, it, it's unlocked and you go into the store. You enter, yes, you enter with your Cheeto dust fingers and, as we all know, doesn't matter how much you wipe them off, <laughs> they are forever stained once you have gone into the Cheeto bag, and they stain everything you touch. So, you are now in the back of the nonconformity, and you think you were in the area where you saw the other door, because there's a door right in front of you, but you thought it was lit back here, but it's definitely dark now. Uh, Kim's gonna start rummaging around, see what okay. he can find. There are some some boxes, some bins. It's a little disheveled. It looks like things haven't really been unpacked, but it looks like this is where all of the stuff is. There are some crates that seem to already be open, and so those would be the easiest ones for you to access. As you open one, inside you see something glittering. This is, and as you like open up the the saran wrap, you see that each one of these items are perfectly wrapped, like carefully wrapped in saran wrap, in paper, and then in bubble wrap, like clearly it's fragile. And you completely unwrap it and you see its little statue of a pegasus, like mid-flight. 
And it's beautiful because it's pure crystal. It's crystalline and kind of completely clear and very dainty and small, very pretty. And you would assume looking into the box that it's like a whole collection of these beautiful crystalline figures. Nah, I put that in my bag. It's going to break. Whatever. Yeah, I was just going to like put it back on the box and start heading towards the front area. Okay. You put that back. Do you want to go under in other, any other boxes? Yeah, maybe. Okay, he'll check the ones on the left. There okay. you go. Um, as no you, stone unturned. As you move to the other side of the boxes, you once again hear a click, clack, click, clack. And it seems to be again coming from somewhere. But the, the echo of these clicks and clacks don't, they're, it's really weird to you now that you're really listening to it because it doesn't seem to be really coming from anywhere. It doesn't seem close, doesn't seem far. You have no idea where this person with these shoes could be. And also, now that you're standing here kind of listening to it and kind of rummaging through some things, you might notice something. So go ahead and roll brains. We're going to make that a DC. So many brains. (laughs) He's not brains. (laughs) Here we go. All right. D4 to save my soul. Let's do it. That's a one. As you stand there and you kind of think to yourself, you start to wonder if perhaps there's just the one security guard. Like, you do know that there's definitely one, but this mall is huge. So maybe there's one for each building, which means that each building maybe has its own security, like, room and back rooms. So that kind of gives you an idea of like how you can begin to navigate some of these back areas. And you're kind of in your own world, kind of thinking of all the possibilities of uh, how you can really use all of this to your advantage. And you're kind of like going through this box and inside of this box, you find a strange little electronic device. It kind of looks like it's like a box. Uh, almost like a Rubik's Cube, but it's all black. And it's not only just all black, it's like obsidian. It's really beautiful, almost like a rock, but you can move the pieces. You are thinking this might be some sort of a really cool puzzle. Very unique. You've not seen anything like it. This one he's going to take. He kind of like fills with it for a moment, tries to get a handle of it, and just kind of stuffs it in his bag. Mm-hmm. As you're kind of like fiddling with it, like, oh, this is cool. Call it. An obsidian Rubik's Cube. You don't hear anyone come up behind you, but you suddenly feel a heat from behind you as someone says something to you suddenly. And an old man's voice simply goes, Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I... As you turn around, you see an elderly man who is actually the same height as you because he is kind of hunched over and much, much shorter at his age. He has like white hair and a white beard and little tiny spectacles that sit on the bridge of his nose. And he's just kind of like holding what looks to be like a tangerine, like maybe he was having a snack. And he's wearing just plain clothes, Um, just a regular like uh, button down shirt and jeans that actually have like suspenders and as you turn around he actually his his the his shoulders actually kind of just like go up in surprise like oh i was 
Just exploring. Oh, exploring. That's fun. When, when I was your age, we used to call that stealing, but, you know, exploring. It's good. You know how the English language is a little bit funky. I'll put he it laughed. back if you want me to. He kind of looks at you and, and looks at the item. He goes, that is very special. And if you like it, it means it likes you too. He's kind of smiling. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm holding it. It likes me lot mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. he kind uh, of nods what did you say your name was i didn't i think it oh yeah i remember my name came right after yours <laughs> ah and he looks at you for a moment his eyes from what you can tell kind of almost boring into your soul make a grit roll jesus christ DC five. <laughs> all right let's see if i get the coin flip 1d10 rolling it nope that's a two perfect he looks into your soul in this moment and you actually almost feel your <laughs> you feel yourself like sweating as he kind of just stares at you it's he's quite you would even call it intimidating although you are rarely intimidated but he is not looking intimidating he's just kind of staring at you he seems like a sweet old man who's just sort of looking at you waiting for you to say something almost hanging on your your word at this point you would be absolutely ashamed of yourself if you didn't absolutely give this man some sort of payment or you know some sort of deal for taking this item all right all right name's caleb what do you want for it oh caleb yep and he kind of points to himself mr willock and he kind of says it slowly, as if it'd be difficult for you to understand. Thanks. Yeah, tongue twister of a name there, huh? <laughs> right, Mr. Willock. I'm kind of known for my deals. I tend to trade with people, and, you know, I... If you don't want me to put it back, I know it means a lot to me, so I might as well keep it. But if you need a trade for it, well, I can really get... Anything you need. <laughs> Ooh, anything. Just about. He sort of nods slowly as you speak. Good. And he pats your hand with his hand. You're a good boy, Caleb. You keep it, but you have to keep it. Yeah. Oh, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Fine, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I won't go trading. I won't go selling it. Mm-hmm. If it means the world to me, I'll, I'll hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, turns the cube in his hand while it's in his bag. And he, he puts his hand back on his little tangerine, and he goes, And one day, as a thank you, I will let you open it. Hmm? O- open it? Mm-hmm. And as he says that, he just starts to walk away. Very slowly, you know, he's like, yep, do, 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 uh, Cool, I didn't know ghosts inhabit the new mall. Isn't that great? What do you mean by open it? Kim's gonna open it up and try to fiddle with the cube a little bit. Maybe walking back towards the security exit, mm-hmm. if English will work. You're fiddling with the cube, uh, making your way back to the security exit. 
you open up the door, you're still fiddling with it. It is basically almost like a Rubik's Cube, except for you can do more things with it. So you can twist the different parts. It seems to be cubes within a bigger cube, but you can also pull cubes like out and they still like stick. So you can like pull them like 45 degrees and then change it and then push them back in. It, it looks very, very complex, but you're thinking maybe with enough practice, you'd be able to figure it out because it, it doesn't seem to be because it, it's already in a cube and it's all black so it doesn't right. it's not unlike a rubik's cube you're not matching anything together so there must be a secret that you're just not figuring out oh yeah i like this um, this, this gives caleb interest you know mm-hmm. it's great you walk back into the the hallway you walk back into the security room and as you're still kind of like fiddling with it you know remembering this strange old man you met you walk back into the security room and you walk smack dab into this guy that, that is sitting there on the chair, leaned back, watching TV, feet up. And he, he, he's a, an, a pudgier, older guy, and he's kind of leaning back in the chair. And it's kind of one of those situations where you walk in the door, and you're just kind of standing there, staring at him. And he kind of looks over at you, and he's just kind of staring at you. And there's just silence uh, for a moment until he looks down and sees the Cheetos. Uh, and he just goes, those are Cheetos? Huh? No, what? What? No. <laughs> and we will leave you there <laughs> as you try to probably talk your way out of that situation. These are, <laughs> it's the Jedi mind trick. These are my Cheetos. <laughs> These are not the Cheetos you're looking for. Exactly. <laughs> And we will end Jimmy and Caleb's flashback adventure. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Thank you all for listening. We hope you are enjoying the campaign. Don't forget that you can listen to the podcast on the Aging Journey podcast website, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Links will be in the description below. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can also support the podcast on Patreon or join our Discord. Enjoy the journey!